Hey guys, welcome to episode two. May I make a suggestion? My name is Natalie Cordero, and today I thought I would talk to you guys about um, just a quick synopsis of my health history because so much of what I went through in that time period has shaped my passions and what I'm looking forward to in the future of sharing with everybody with my uh, mission to get cleaner beauty into the hands of everyone. I realized the importance of environmental factors in our lives um, little by little over the last decade or so. So I thought I'd just share that with you guys. So starting about 10 years ago, I was having stomach problems. I would get so sick when I would eat, I would be in pain. It got to the point where I didn't want to eat, so I would go on like juice cleanses just to give my stomach a break is what I would call it you know it was kind of like a vicious cycle of went hand in hand with dieting I think because it's like be good all week then on the weekends eat terribly then Monday I'd be sick to my stomach so I'd like do juice Monday and Tuesday try to eat good Wednesday Thursday Friday back eating junk on the weekends. It was literally like I did this to myself for years, I think. And it got to the point where I, like I said, I would be throwing up because when I would try to eat, it would be so painful. I would just make myself throw up to not have the horrible pains in my stomach. So I went to the doctor and he gave me a prescription. He said I had uh, like a acid reflux and, and didn't make sense to me because I told him I didn't have any kind of burning. It wasn't like that type of feeling, but he gave me the prescription. I never took it because it just didn't feel right to me. It didn't feel like that was the issue. And then I had read the side effects of the medication and it was one of those take every day, not just take as symptoms arise, which is something else that just kind of bothered me. I didn't want to have to be on a medication always. So anyway, that's kind of where it started. And so that was it for years. I just kind of did this yo-yo of eat good, be sick, juice cleanse, be good, that type of thing. So then that kind of morphed into starting to have headaches so often that I honestly didn't even realize how often I had headaches until I didn't have one one day. So it was like constant headaches, brain fog, and then like the joint pain, joint swelling. Um, I was working as a server in a restaurant at this time. And when I would get up in the morning, I couldn't hardly walk. I, I was like hunched over like an 80 year old woman because my feet hurt so bad just like stepping out of bed onto my feet hurt so bad mind you I'm what like 27 years old at this point 28 something like I mean way too young to be dealing with these kind of issues Um, I started then having a lot of neurological things like just saying random words It, it was like a joke in my family my kids and my husband they all thought it was funny because I, you know, I'd be just saying a normal sentence and like say like, yeah, go put the dog in the refrigerator or, you know, whatever it was like, instead of saying, go put the dog outside, it was just random words would get interjected into my sentences, which, um, 
at first was funny, but then the more it started happening, I did get a little more concerned. Like, okay, that coupled with the joint pain, with the inflammation I was getting in my finger joints, um, I just started thinking, okay, something's off here. Um, in between this time, of course, I would go to the doctor here and there because my husband would be like, you need to go to the doctor, just get it checked out, whether it was for headaches or back pain or the pain in my feet. And oh man, I was told um, fibromyalgia and wanted they wanted to put me on, um, I think it was Wellbutrin, which was like an antidepressant. So he wrote me up with a prescription and then of course I went home and researched it and saw that, you know, how it affected your brain chemistry and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, I, I don't want this. So didn't fill that prescription. Every time I went, literally every time I went to the doctor, they would give me a prescription at a minimum for ibuprofen 800. So, um, there was a time in our lives where I probably had like 10 bottles of, um, ibuprofen 800 or, you know, yeah. 800 ibuprofen in the pantry because I would just, okay, fill it just in case anybody needed it. But it started getting ridiculous to the point where it's like, they never really, they do my blood work. And because my blood work always came back fine, it was like, okay, yeah, there's nothing really wrong. Here's something for your pain. Here's a muscle relaxer, you know, and then always the try this medication for 30 days and then come back and then we'll see if it doesn't work. We'll try something else. And that was the part I just could never get comfortable with because I would take the prescription research the side effects of whatever drug it was and think, I don't want to do this, especially because they're not telling me, okay, this is what you have. They're telling me this may be what you have. This might help you take this drug that has all these side effects and then come back and we'll like reevaluate. So it just wasn't for me. I could never get behind that. So since that had been my experience, I kind of got to a point where it was like, I'm not going to medical doctors anymore. I'm just gonna, um, you know, try to take care of myself, try to look at natural alternatives and, um, try to eat better, that type of thing. I wasn't real serious about it yet, but that was kind of the position I was in. But then one day I was driving and I'll never forget this. I had to stop quickly because the car in front of me slammed on their brakes and I needed to react swiftly and it was like in my mind it seemed like an eternity even though it was probably only like a two second delay but there was like a delay from the time my brain told my foot to stop until my foot hit the brake pedal and just in that time frame I realized there was something not right in the connection with my brain it was like okay I'm telling my foot hit the brake and nothing's happening. So that scared me so much that I did make an appointment again at a medical doctor. Went in, same thing, my blood work all came back fine. But when I explained my neurological symptoms and everything as a whole, he thought maybe I had relapsing remitting MS. So it's different than regular MS in that it was just like you would have episodes or flare-ups and then you could go a long time without it. So it just, it kind of fit the things that I was going through. But in order to 
get the diagnosis, you needed to do either um, a spinal tap or it was either an MRI or a CT scan. I don't remember. It, those are the two ways that they definitively diagnose it. And at that time, our insurance was not good at all. I had three small children. We were, money was very tight. And so I went home. I looked at how much it was going to be to do these tests. And it was going to be, out of my pocket, thousands of dollars. So it was like, okay, now what if um, this is what I have? I started researching, if I do have this, what's the medical uh, treatment? And then on the other side, what kind of natural treatments are there for this? And I found that the medication that would be prescribed, I wouldn't have wanted to take anyway because it was like major side effects, major brain chemical altering things that I just really would want to avoid at all costs if I could because it it doesn't help anything. It's a a condition that is going to be degenerative no matter what. So it's not like you take this pill and it can cure you or something. It's just to manage it and it's not even 100% effective plus you get all these side effects. Where on the other side, there were natural recommendations for non-inflammatory diet that was like the main thing that and I started reading about all these people that were having similar symptoms but were actually diagnosed obviously but they changed the way they ate and their lives just completely turned around they were going years and years in between flares where as before they were having episodes every month or two months or whatever so I thought okay well let's see if we can save up the money for these tests Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to implement a low inflammation diet. And so that led me to doing my first Whole30. So I'm sure by now everybody's familiar with Whole30. It's basically very clean. You don't eat processed things. I was making my own mayonnaise, making my own almond milk, cut out sugars, cut out dairy. I did it very strictly. Every Sunday I meal prepped and um, I felt amazing. And this is when I finally realized how often I was having headaches because I want to say it was maybe 10 days or two weeks into the whole 30 where I kind of was like, what is this? (laughs) What is this feeling that I'm feeling? And then I realized it's no headache. I think I had just been so used to being in pain, I didn't even recognize what it felt like to be well, which that really was the catalyst for me to change everything of how I felt in life around food because I love food and I love cheese. I mean, I I love milk. I love whipped cream. I was like a dairy-aholic so prior to all this, if you would have told me you're going to not have dairy, you're not going to have bread, it's like you're crazy. First of all, I have no willpower, um, so that's not going to happen. And second of all, I don't want to live without pizza. Like, I don't even, what's the point of life? So this is the person that you're dealing with now. But having been so scared that something was wrong with my brain, that kind of gave me the push to just dedicate 30 days to trying it. But seeing the actual benefit that soon after implementing the change in diet, it really was eye-opening to me. 
and it's really what gave me I won't even say the willpower because it's not even like it gave me willpower. It's just like, man, I feel good and I really like feeling good and I really hated feeling bad. I was always tired. I didn't have energy to do anything. You know, I, I was a mom of three kids, so I had to do all the things. But it's like I couldn't wait till I would get a minute just to lay down or if I could get a nap during the day. It was like, yes, this is like I need this. So then switch that to having energy to get my house clean, take my kids to the park, get my grocery shopping done, make dinner. It was like night and day difference. And that's what I wanted. So that gave me the determination, I guess, to stick with it. So after the initial 30 days of the whole 30, um, I stuck with it probably another six months strictly. Like I didn't mess up. I, I was still making my own condiments, everything. But then little by little after that, I started implementing foods back. And one of my biggest regrets is that I didn't do it as slowly as I should have. It was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to have a bean and cheese burrito. So now I've got legumes, dairy, and grains all in one shot. So I never really reintroduced foods in a slow enough way that I could see if certain foods bothered me more than others. So I just kind of reintroduced things I was really missing. I'd have nachos or pizza here and there, and it was fine as long as, for the most part, I was eating clean. So rather than my old way of eating where it was like binge all weekend long, it was like I just eat clean all the time. But then if we go somewhere or I'm really craving something, just have that thing. Because I realized very early on when I was trying to make like cauliflower crust pizza or zucchini french fries, like whatever it was, it was like it didn't satisfy my craving. And it was a lot of work and it was expensive. (laughs) And I still wanted the thing. So for me, because I don't really think I have any allergies or intolerances, I think um, I just have maybe an inflammation issue. I don't know. But um, I would just rather have the thing I'm craving, real pizza, good quality pizza, have it, and then be done with it and move on, rather than trying to have like a fake food version and spend a lot of money on cauliflower cheese and all this. And I'm really still just like, "Mm, okay, but I still want pizza. You know, so, but that's even evolved through the years. And I, because with Whole30, you don't eat a lot of fruit. Um, So when I started reintroducing a lot more fruits back in, I found I felt good, but I was gaining weight. So I just had to tweak it here and there over the years, but still trying to keep my health as the main thing. And so because of that, I was still carrying around extra weight that I, even when I did Whole30, I did not lose a single pound. I mean, over that six months, I didn't lose any weight, even though I could stand to lose some weight. Um, but I felt so good, I didn't care. So even though over those years, I pretty much maintained my weight at around, well, I won't say, I don't want to trigger anybody, but I, I maintained a weight, but was about 15 pounds over where I would have liked to have seen myself, let's say. Um, But then, now, this last year, I discovered intermittent fasting, which I had tried in the past, but I was doing the 
eight method. So you fast for 16 hours, you eat in an eight hour window, which is basically what most people do anyway, because you're sleeping, you know, for the majority of the 24 hour period. So I did that. I felt good, but I, again, didn't experience any weight loss. So I'm not going to touch too much on the intermittent fasting because I could literally talk for a long, long time about that. So I'm going to save that for a whole nother episode on its own. So stay tuned for that one about the benefits, um, my weight loss, how I've been able to maintain it over the last eight or nine months. And um, we'll talk about that later. But on this episode, I really just wanted to let you know that what we eat really does matter. So fast forward, it's been how many years, 10 or so since that doctor's appointment where they thought I might have MS. I never did go back because I started feeling so much better. I still kind of have weird neurological things sometimes and mix up my words, but it's a lot less often. And that could just be, you know, mom brain. I've got two teenagers at home, so it could just be that. But when I start getting joint pain, then I know I'm like eating badly and I just clean up my diet and no more issues. I don't have the stomach pain anymore unless again, I would have to eat bad for like two weeks straight before I start feeling anything. And really ever since I've been fasting, I haven't had any of the issues. I think giving my body that time of rest in between meals that I'm doing, even though I have not been eating as clean as I should be during this period of intermittent fasting. It's been the most lax I've been with myself because I've actually consistently just keep losing weight while I'm eating all these foods that I had denied myself for so long. Um, I have not had any of those bad issues. So I really do think intermittent fasting helps. But my goal now is to implement them both together. Get back on track with my cleaner eating, not necessarily not necessarily, um, you know, whole 30 cause that's extreme. And I just, I'm not at that point in my life. I don't want to do anything that extreme anymore. I want it to be easy and I want to eat what I love. I love fruits. I love vegetables. I like lean meats and fish. I just want to focus on eating whole, fresh, clean food. Um, and then intermittent fasting. I want to see the benefits of both. So I'm excited to, take you on my journey of that with me, which I got my juicer out. I went and got some fresh veggies this weekend. So that's my goal tomorrow is to just juice for a few days. And then my first meal of the day, be my green juice to break my fast and then have a nice balanced, healthy dinner and maybe a protein shake for, for my snack. And that's it. And I want to see what kind of benefits I get with the clean diet along with the intermittent fasting. But anyway, I'll end this for now. I really hope that you find some inspiration in this. If you're dealing with health problems, if you're dealing with headaches, migraines, joint pain, um, swelling, puffiness, sluggishness, fatigue, try looking at your diet. Try just saying, you know what? I'm cutting out the sugar. I'm cutting added sugars, that is. I'm cutting out the junk. I'm just going to eat real food. I really think that no matter what we're dealing with, if we just get back to the non-processed, simple, real nutrition, it can turn around so many health problems that we're dealing with. So I hope you try it. I hope you enjoyed spending this time with me. And until next time, bye-bye.